Faith, Hope and Love, episode 287, The Solemnity of the Annunciation of the Lord. Pope Francis announced that he will consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary on March the 25th, 2022 from St. Peter's Basilica in Rome at the Angelus for that day. O Mary, Mother of God and our Mother, in this time of trial we turn to you. As our Mother, you love us and know us. No concern of our hearts is hidden from you. Mother of Mercy, how often we have experienced your watchful care and your peaceful presence. You never cease to guide us to Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Yet we have strayed from that path of peace. We have forgotten the lessons learned from the tragedies of the last century, the sacrifice of the millions who fell in two world wars. We have disregarded the commitments we made as a community of nations. We have betrayed people's dreams of peace and the hopes of the young. We grew sick with greed. We thought only of our own nations and their interests. We grew indifferent and caught up in our selfish needs and concerns. We chose to ignore God to be satisfied with our illusions, to grow arrogant and aggressive, to suppress innocent lives, and to stockpile weapons. We stopped being our neighbours' keepers and stewards of our common home. We have ravaged the garden of the earth with war, and by our sins we have broken the heart of our Heavenly Father, who desires us to be brothers and sisters. We grew indifferent to everyone and everything except ourselves. Now with shame we cry out, Forgive us, Lord. Holy Mother, amid the misery of our sinfulness, amid our struggles and weaknesses, amid the mystery of iniquity that is evil and war, you remind us that God never abandons us, but continues to look upon us with love, ever ready to forgive us and raise us up to new life. He has given you to us and made your Immaculate Heart a refuge for the Church and for all humanity. By God's gracious will, you are ever with us. Even in the most troubled moments of our history, you are there to guide us with tender love. We now turn to you and knock at the door of your heart. We are your beloved children. In every age, you make yourself known to us, calling us to conversion. At this darkest hour, help us and grant us your comfort. Say to us once more, Am I not here, I who am your mother?
you are able to untie the knots of our hearts and of our times. In you we place our trust. We are confident that especially in moments of trial, you will not be deaf to our supplication and will to come to our aid. That is what you did at Cana in Galilee when you interceded with Jesus and he worked the first of his signs. To preserve the joy of the wedding feast, you said to him, They have no wine. Now, O mother, Repeat those words and that prayer, for in our own day we have run out of the wine of hope. Joy has fled, fraternity has faded. We have forgotten our humanity and squandered the gift of peace. We opened our hearts to violence and destructiveness. How greatly we need your maternal help. Therefore, O Mother, hear our prayer. Star of the sea, do not let us be shipwrecked in the tempest of war. Ark of the New Covenant, inspire projects and paths of reconciliation. Queen of Heaven, restore God's peace to the world. Eliminate hatred and the thirst for revenge and teach us forgiveness. Free us from war. Protect our world from the menace of nuclear weapons. Queen of the Rosary, make us realize our need to pray and to love. Queen of the Holy Family, show people the path of fraternity. Queen of Peace, obtain peace for our world. O oh, Mother, May your sorrowful plea stir our hardened hearts. May the tears you shed for us make this valley parched by our hatred blossom anew. Amid the thunder of weapons, may your prayer turn our thoughts to peace. May your maternal touch soothe those who suffer and flee from the rain of bombs. May your motherly embrace comfort those forced to leave their homes and their native land. May your sorrowful heart move us to compassion and inspire us to open our doors and to care for our brothers and sisters who are injured and cast aside. Holy Mother of God, as you stood beneath the cross, Jesus, seeing the disciple at your side, said, Behold your son. In this way, he entrusted each of us to you. To the disciples and to each of us, he said, Behold your mother. Mother Mary, we now desire to welcome you into our lives and our history. At this hour, a weary and distraught humanity stands with you beneath the cross, needing to entrust itself to you and through you to consecrate itself to Christ. 
the people of Ukraine and Russia, who venerate you with great love, now turn to you, even as your heart beats with compassion for them, and for all those peoples decimated by war, hunger, injustice, and poverty. Therefore, Mother of God and our Mother, to your Immaculate Heart we solemnly entrust and consecrate ourselves, the Church, and all humanity, especially Russia and Ukraine. Accept this act that we carry out with confidence and love. Grant that war may end and peace spread throughout the world. The fiat that arose from your heart opened the doors of history to the Prince of Peace. We trust that through your heart peace will dawn once more. To you, we consecrate the future of the whole human family, the needs and expectations of every people, the anxieties and hopes of the world. Through your intercession, may God's mercy be poured out on the earth and the gentle rhythm of peace return to mark our days. Our Lady of the Fiat, on whom the Holy Spirit descended, restore among us the harmony that comes from God. May you, our living fountain of hope, water the dryness of our hearts. In your womb, Jesus took flesh. Help us to foster the growth of communion. You once trod the streets of our world. Lead us now on the paths of peace. Amen. Today's Feast of the Annunciation to the Blessed Virgin Mary is celebrated in timely fashion exactly nine months to the day before Christmas and three months before the Feast of the Birth of John the Baptist. It is a Feast of the Lord commemorating the announcement to the Virgin Mary of the Word made flesh and Mary's acceptance of God's will and the conception of Christ nine months before Christmas. This feast originated in the East during the 6th century and gained universal observance in the West during the 8th century. Its occurrence close to Easter links the Incarnation with the whole mystery of human redemption in Christ. This is Faith, Hope and Love. To you, my Queen, Mother, I offer my love and you give me hope In you I see the children of Eve Through a veil of rain shines a rainbow Pray for us now Go. 
we follow each day when time is done and I'm turned to dust. Will you show us our Savior, your Son? Pray for us now that we may be worthy of Christ. May the Lord's kingdom come. May the Father's will be done. We look to the Son. The Lord said as he entered the world, Behold, I come to do your will, O God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome everyone, as we celebrate the Annunciation, that wonderful feast of the Lord made flesh by the angel announcing to Mary that she will conceive and bear a son, the Son of God. To prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
Let us pray that we will become more and more like Christ. O God, who willed that your word should take on the reality of human flesh in the womb of the Virgin Mary, grant, we pray, that we who confess our Redeemer to be God and man may merit to become partakers even in his divine nature, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol, or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary the people, that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child, and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel, for God is with us. The Word of the Lord Here am I, Lord, I come to do your will. You do not ask for sacrifice and offerings, but an open ear. You do not ask for holocaust and victim, instead here am I. In the scroll of the book it stands written, that I should do your will. My God, I delight in your law, in the depth of my heart. Your justice I have proclaimed in the great assembly. My lips I have not sealed, you know it, O Lord. I have not hidden your justice in my heart, but declared your faithful help. I have not hidden your love and your truth from the great assembly. Here am I, Lord, I come to do your will. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. It is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings, you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, as it is written for me in the scroll of the book, 
See, God, I have come to do your will, O God. When Jesus said, You have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings. These are offered according to the law. Then he added, See, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. The Word of the Lord. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Word of God became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord Mary was of the house of David, and was engaged to be married to Joseph of the same royal family. 
She had, however, not yet entered the household of her spouse, but was still in her mother's home, perhaps working over her dowry. And the angel, having taken the figure and the form of a man, came into the house and said to her, Greetings, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Mary, hearing these greeting words, did not speak initially. She was troubled in spirit, since she didn't know this angel, nor the cause of his coming, or the meaning of his greeting. And the angel continued, and said, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favour with God. Behold, you shall conceive in your womb, and bring forth a son, and you shall call him Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord shall give him the throne of David his father, and he shall reign in the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. The Virgin Mary understood that there was a question of the coming Redeemer. But why should she be elected from amongst all women for this splendid dignity of being the mother of the Messiah, having vowed already her virginity to God? Therefore, not doubting the word of God like Zachary, but filled with fear and astonishment, she said, How shall this be done, because I know not a man? This was not a statement merely in the present tense. This was akin to saying, I've made a perpetual vow of virginity to God, even as I plan to be married, so how can this be? Her question and confusion make no sense unless this is the clarification she seeks. The angel, to remove Mary's anxiety and to reassure her resolve, answers, The Holy Spirit shall come upon you, and the power of the Most High shall overshadow you, and therefore... The Holy One shall be born and be holy, and shall be called Son of God. Mary, quite likely, would not have yet fully understood the meaning of the heavenly message, and how the maternity might be reconciled with her vow of virginity. But clinging to the first words of the angel, and trusting in the all-powerful faithfulness of God, she said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it done to me according to your word. Many holy fathers, including Saints Jerome, Cyril, Ephraim, and Augustine, say that the consent of Mary was essential to the redemption. It was the will of God, St. Thomas says, that the redemption of humanity should depend upon the consent of the Virgin Mary. This does not mean that God in his plans was bound by the will of a creature, and that humanity would not have been redeemed if Mary had not consented, it only means that the consent of Mary was foreseen by God from all eternity, and therefore was received as essential into the design of God. A beautiful poem speaks of this event, written by Denise Leveretov. We know the scene. Arrived on solemn grandeur of great wings, the angelic ambassador, standing or hovering, whom she acknowledges a guest. But we are told of meek obedience, no one mentions courage. The engendering spirit did not enter her without consent. God waited. She was free to accept or to refuse, choice integral to humanness. Aren't there enunciations of one sort or another in most lives? Some unwillingly undertake great destinies, enact them in sullen pride, uncomprehending. 
More often those moments when roads of light and storm open from darkness in a man or a woman are turned away from in dread, in a wave of weakness, in despair and with relief. Ordinary lives continue. God does not smite them, but the gates close, the pathway vanishes. She had been a child who played, ate, slept like any other child, but unlike others, wept only for pity, laughed in joy, not triumph, compassion and intelligence fused in her, indivisible. Called to a destiny more momentous than any in all of time, she did not quail, only asked a simple, how can this be? And gravely, courteously, took to heart the angel's reply, the astounding ministry she was offered, to bear in her womb infinite weight and lightness to carry in hidden, finite inwardness nine months of eternity, to contain in slender vase of being the sum of power in narrow flesh, the sum of light, then bring to birth a child needing like any other milk, love. But who was God? This was the moment no one speaks of when she could still refuse, a breath unbreathed, spirit suspended, waiting. She did not object, I cannot, I am not worthy. Nor did she cry out, I have not the strength. She did not submit with gritted teeth, raging, coerced. Bravest of all humans, consent illumined her. The room filled with its light, the lily glowed in it, and the iridescent wings. Consent, courage unparalleled, opened her utterly. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. As we pray these intercessions, we are conscious that like Mary, we must be people of expectant faith. For the Church, that in its mission it may be receptive, like Mary, to the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, hear us. For the world, that the Holy Spirit may guide those in authority to promote the good of all people. Lord, hear us. For young people who are searching for love and meaning in their lives, that the Holy Spirit may inspire parents, teachers and youth workers to model a Christian lifestyle for them. 
Lord, hear us. For expectant mothers in our community, that they may protect the life that is within them and bring them safely to birth and baptism in the church with the support and encouragement of the whole community. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For deceased friends and relatives, that they may now rejoice in the eternal life with the saints, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God, we come before you open to your Holy Spirit and ready to do your will like Mary. Grant us what we ask in faith. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Be pleased, Almighty God, to accept your church's offering, so that she who is aware that her beginnings lie in the incarnation of your only begotten Son may rejoice to celebrate his mysteries on this solemnity, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For the Virgin Mary heard with faith, that the Christ was to be born among men, and for men's sake, by the overshadowing power of the Holy Spirit. Lovingly she bore him in her immaculate womb, that the promises of the children of Israel might come about, and the hope of nations be accomplished beyond all telling. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty, and rejoices in your presence forever, May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, 
Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistants, Ken and Tim, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. 
At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name will be called Emmanuel. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. Whom earth and sea and sky proclaim the ruler of the triple three. 
Past our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Confirm in our minds the mysteries of the true faith, we pray, O Lord, so that, confessing that he who was conceived of the Virgin Mary is true God and true man, we may, through the saving power of his resurrection, merit to attain eternal joy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for celebrating this really important feast of the Annunciation to the Blessed Virgin Mary. I pray that this is a wonderful feast day and that the rest of the week be blessed. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May God, who through the childbearing of the Blessed Virgin Mary, willed in his great kindness to redeem the human race, be pleased to enrich you with his blessing. May you know always and everywhere the protection of her through whom you have been found worthy to receive the author of life. 
may you who have devoutly gathered on this day carry away with you the gifts of spiritual joys and heavenly rewards. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Music